This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. What's going on, guys? It's your host, Will, coming back for a new episode of the HuntStand Podcast, Field Note Fridays, powered by Moose Utility Division, your brand for every season. We're getting back into it with Mr. Pat Reeve on our late season post-rut series where we're just diving into some different tactics, strategies to approach this time of year. Over the past two weeks, Pat's discussed some really good things, and I hope you've been able to pick up on some of that. Some of y'all, you might be dealing with post-rut deer already. You might have some second rut. And even in parts of the nation, there are deer that are just now getting into the swing of it. So hopefully you'll be able to take what we've talked about and apply it to when your late season hunting is happening. So again, y'all just want to thank y'all for tuning in to the Hunt Stand Podcast. We really appreciate the support. Make sure you rate and review for us. We really appreciate it. And again, y'all, if you haven't yet, make sure you have the Hunt Stand app downloaded. We have free pro and if you want to unlock all the features, upgrade to Pro Whitetail today. I'm going to quit talking, and let's get right to it with Mr. Pat Reed. And I want to kind of segue now into more of the weather aspect. You know, I wanted to pick your brain if you're a guy that pays attention to the barometric pressure are you hunting pre-fronts you know post fronts like how do you like to approach this time of year when you've got those storms of snowstorms or just those super cold arctic fronts that move in well and that's a you know what that's a this is a we could talk a long time on this um it's a it's a big factor um and you just mentioned when when do i choose to hunt well for us we're hunting all the time. Right. 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 So, um, I can tell you the difference between having a low pressure system and a high pressure system or a different wind situation. It, it all makes a big difference in mm-hmm. deer movement. And, and sometimes you get out there, you're like, man, I don't think today we see anything. And, and all of a sudden you got, you know, deer all over you. And you're like, this don't make sense. Um, <laughs> that's hunting, right? I mean, oh, yeah. you don't always have them figured out, but, um, I always 
I've always said over the years, deer are a lot like humans and uh, they operate a lot like us. I mm -hmm. mean, um, you know, when it comes to hunting pressure, you know, if, if I always said, if somebody, if you were, if somebody was set up in your bedroom trying to kill you, you would probably notice in a quick hurry that, that something's out of place. And you certainly wouldn't go back to your bedroom if you knew they were in there. Yeah. You know? Um, so we got to think a little bit like them. You put them, you put yourself in their shoes, kind of try to understand their world that they're living in. I mean, they live out there 24 seven. They hear everything, you know, that's regular and irregular. Like they, they know the differences between the sounds of vehicles that are come there every day, whether it's a farmer's tractor, farmer's ATV versus a farmer's truck versus your truck. I mean, they, they definitely know predation sounds and yeah. they key in on those. So it's kind of like you, you really have to play their game. And, um, and that's what I've learned to do. But when I, you know, whether, again, we, we hunt the whole time. So mm -hmm. if I, if I have to choose, like if I was going hunting, like I would, you know, right now, like in, and it's funny because it's not always this way across the boards across the country um because our deer operate different than deer in illinois or mm -hmm. deer in I southern iowa um when we get a storm that blows in and we get pounded with a storm um our deer are on their feet they are feeding they're uh, moving um generally during the storm even and then really moving a lot right after the storm as well uh i've been in in southern iowa and illinois some even parts of kansas when a storm blows in not always kansas but a lot of illinois those deer freak out um they think they're gonna die you know <laughs> and they don't move at all yeah our deer it's like i get maybe it's because of their body structure that they're big they got a lot more fat layers um heavier fur or heavier coats um their their hair is definitely denser up here mm -hmm. as, as as you go into canada it definitely is way thicker yeah um but they don't like hot weather you know um but deer you can go down in, in illinois and south of uh, minnesota here and when it gets warm deer are moving you know you're like well, this don't make sense our deer won't move when it gets 50 degrees but they're down there they're moving all over they love it but uh, our deer move more when it's uh, cold. I guess it's because they're forced to, to stay alive, to eat. To, yeah. And, uh, and um, so it's kind of different in different parts of the country. But in, in Minnesota, Wisconsin, here in the upper Midwest, uh, when we get a, a storm that's rolling in um, and we got a good wind situation, I a lot of times like to be out there because I know the deer are going to be on their feet. Um, weather helps us too. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when it's snowing and blowing, they, they're, they're a little bit, they've lost a little bit of their defense mechanisms because they can't sense danger as much. They can't smell, uh, like they can with calm winds. Um, they can't hear you. If you make them make a noise as much, they don't detect danger. Yeah. It throws a little bit of their defense mechanism off. So I like a little of that weather, of course, getting to your stand is, is, is a little bit easier because, 
um, especially if, if they uh, have a visual on you, maybe you're hunting in a valley or something. There's been many situations where I've hunted where I couldn't hunt it on a clear day, a mm. calm day, because they'd see me walking up the valley. But if it's snowing out and the visibility is is low, I can walk right up that valley floor in the wide open, get my get my blind. And of course, the deer dump right down to the bottom because of the weather. Um, they like they get like going low a lot when it's real windy and, and nasty out and, uh, and you're, you're set up on them and they have no clue because they never, they're laying up high on the Hills and they don't see you coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one aspect, whether will, um, buffer your approach and, and, uh, allow you to hunt, you know, different spots that you can't hunt on a calm day. So, now, weather's a big thing. High pressure, uh, again, you know, I allude to like deer like us. I mean, you know, if you come to Minnesota, uh, <laughs> you come to Minnesota in March and uh, and it's 30 degrees, you'll see people with their shirts off, man. Y'all are nuts. Uh, nuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, people are like, they think it's summer out and it. It's like, man, it just got above freezing and, uh, people are out in full force and, uh, deers, you know, similar, like if they endured a long cold period or, um, you know, a long period of bad weather and all of a sudden it goes to a high pressure day, boom, you'll see the deer really out and, and, uh, really moving all around. Now there is a, uh, there is an aspect that we deal with. Uh, I don't know if you've hunted in Canada, but um, it, it really changes from the Midwest to to hunting in Canada because it, when it gets cold in Canada in, in late season, it generally is really cold and you know generally a lot of snow. The deer don't move like the deer do in the Midwest. You yeah. know, our peak movement periods in the Midwest are generally right at first light. And of course at last light, um, is when you see most of the movement. If you're sitting in, in Canada, um, in a blind or whatever, you probably are not going to see anything, uh, moving until like 10 o'clock. And generally after two, three o'clock, you don't see anything the rest of the day as well. And you're like, I don't make sense because you know, that's the lowest light period. The deer up there, are naturally conditioned to move during the heat of the day to conserve the most energy. That's just nature at its best. Yep. And our deer do the same thing here in Minnesota after the hunting season. You'll see deer out in the middle of the day when it's the warmest period. Yeah. And that's when they move during the winter um, to conserve fat and to conserve energy so they don't burn the calories they would if they had to move during the colder portions of the day. That, that is definitely a factor that we always have to deal with when we hunt in Canada, you know, during the late season here. And, and our deer here in, in the Midwest do a lot of the same where they, they transition from, you know, last light into more midday feeders uh, later the season goes. And if you got some states that are, you know, going into mid-January um, here, uh, up north, um, they can, they can definitely have changed their movement patterns to that midday hunting. So you got to get in way earlier, um, and stay longer. <clears throat> yeah, that's, uh, I've always, 
I thought I had my deer figured out in Texas because there was one day I had just cold, dreary, wet, rainy, foggy, and saw some of the biggest deer I'd seen on our place and seen a ton of deer movement. So that was quite a few years ago, and I used to associate, man, I need to be out in the stand on days like that. Well, probably the past two, three years, I've done that, and I don't see anything. So now I've been paying attention to those days when they happen. I think it was just one of those fluke days for whatever reason, and I pay attention to when those fronts or when those showers, storms, whatever you want to call them, come in, and then I hunt the backside of it when there's that high pressure after it moves through and it's the coldest, and that's when I've seen all the deer. Oh, that's when you like going out, you know? Yeah. I mean, the humans, they, they you know, after a long uh, weather pattern, eh, people don't like, uh, you feel better when the sun comes out. You feel mm. rejuvenated. You're like, get outside, enjoy some of that sunshine. Deer are a lot of the same, you know? Um, I think they do the same thing. Although you mentioned hunting in that wet period. I mean, in, in Minnesota is the same thing. Um, wet I've hunted in Texas. I can visually see in my mind, mm-hmm. you know, those foggy days that just yes. are kind of light drizzle or there's a lot of moisture in the air. Bucks like moving when it's wet because obviously scent is very prevalent. And um, I, I've had a lot of luck uh, hunting, you know, the scrape periods where you're hunting uh, maybe a scrape line or something where you're trying to take a big deer on a movement pattern in those wetter days, uh, even if it's like snowed or it's rained out and the ground is wet, deer, especially after a long dry period, they'll go out and they'll refresh in all their scrapes mm-hmm. and or check them because scent is very prevalent when it's wet. So, um, you know, again, we're kind of going against what we just said, but at the same token, you know, you're paying attention to different factors and, uh, wet conditions sometimes can be very, you know, very productive. Yeah. Uh, they're not, they're not easy to endure. Um, if you're sitting in a tree stand, but, um, can be very productive, uh, as well. All right, y'all, there you go. That is an end to part three to this late season tips and tactics strategies podcast series with Mr. Pat Reeve powered by Moose Utility Division. Next week, we're going to be getting into week four, and we're going to be getting close to wrapping this thing up. So hopefully, if you haven't gotten a buck yet or gotten a deer down on the ground, you can take some of what Pat's talked about, apply it to your game plan, and hopefully find some success yourself. Again, y'all, thanks again for tuning in this week's episode of the Hunt Stand Podcast, Field Note Fridays, powered by Moose Utility Division, and we'll see you on the next one. anglers search for the one they call king but who will take his throne tune in to waypoint tv's battle for silver saturday may 18th from 12 to 6 p.m eastern presented by abyss battery waypoint tv 
go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.